The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Hi, everyone. We are live for episode 131. We're not going to bother with the jersey player recognition today. Because I haven't checked it on. I can't think of 31 off the top of my head. Somebody's going to feel disrespected. Yeah, we'll come back tomorrow and no, we won't. Keep it moving. Okay, fine. It is Sunday, November 19th, 2023. We are about an hour past the Dolphins 20 to 13 victory against the Las Vegas Raiders, a game that probably shouldn't have been as close as it was. Am I right, Omar? Um, no, because the Dolphins dominated all aspects of the game except the offense stunk and turned the ball over. So I mean, ultimately, though, they should have taken care of business. Would have been, would have been nice for the. I mean, they did take care of business. They pulled off the win, but um, they they let a very spunky, pesky Raiders team hang around. And if they were probably had a better quarterback, maybe the Raiders could have at least tied the game, maybe pulled it off. But Jalen Ramsey put on a cape. Jalen Phillips had a had a monster performance. I sat in the locker room, and Jalen Ramsey was just you know talking after the game and he was talking, he was talking to Jalen Phillips and he's like, yo, you know, cause Jalen was trying to figure out if he got two sacks or if he got a sack and a half and an interception. He, and, and Jalen was like, yo, have you ever, have you ever won defensive player of the week? And he was like, no. And then he was like, it's gotta be you. And I'm thinking to myself, like, uh, you just produced a game ceiling interception. Um, it's probably going to be you. Yeah. Two, two interceptions on the day, game ceiling interception. But you know, you never know. You never know. Miami might submit Jalen Phillips, and 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 he, he, both are worthy. No, correct. That's why I tweeted when you put that out that it'd be great if they just hit twelve winners. And uh, in addition to the two interceptions, let's not forget that Jalen Ramsey also was in coverage on the fourth down incompletion to Jacoby Myers when the Raiders, for some reason, thought it'd be a good idea to throw it down the field. Uh, again, to the guy being covered one-on-one by Joan Ramsey, and Ramsey was the one closer to the ball. Uh, there was one blip on Jalen Ramsey's performance because he's been magnificent, and yet, yes, anybody wants to criticize for me being always looking for the negative, he did get beat 
by Devontae Adams on a double move. And this is where, to your point, if the Raiders had a better quarterback, Adams was wide open behind him and, and completely missed him. Um, but the offense wound up with, like, what, 422 total yards, which isn't bad, but it was sloppy. Uh, you know, three turnovers, only two field goals in the second half. Wasn't, yeah, wasn't- missed the field goal, too. That That's kind of a blemish there. Jason Sanders, man, you got to get that together. Well, he did the following time. I mean, he missed from 50, and then he gave him another shot from 51 on fourth and one, which is a down where McDaniel very often will go for it. In this case, I think he may have wanted, let me get this guy to make a 50-yard field goal get his confidence in case we need him at some point. But something else, what I know I've seen in some of the comments, both on social media and here, short yardage. Dolphins had one third and one and one fourth and one, and they threw both times. And they failed both times. Yeah, um, Teron Armstead was talking about that after the game. He's like, we we failed earlier in the season, and we got to give our head coach confidence to call those plays and, and belief that we can convert those from a running standpoint. And that's true. And I, and I think that that's, that's a team taking ownership for something that you've said that I do now acknowledge and kind of agree with, even though I kind of don't really feel like it because you can't be a top five rushing team in the NFL and be a finesse team. But lo and behold, the Dolphins are kind of finesse-ish and they don't, they can't really convert those tough physical, you know, short yardage run plays no. through the ground. No, it's a built team on speed and by the end of the season it's going to be a team that will beat you with big plays offensively and with a defense that's really really good which is yeah. kind of what I had been saying and wrote on Dolphins. Yes you Park. have written that and I thought you were crazy but hey it, it's coming I, I know the defense is, is taking a step forward and it's coming together and they are really playing well they're really playing with a synergy um, they're really playing with a collective effort a collective commitment to one another even certain certain third downs and pressure plays, you you just feel like uh, I gave uh, Bradley Chubb gave a perfect example of this. He was just like, you know, I got stifled on my first move uh, on one play, and then I realized, okay, the secondary had guys covered. Let me let me, you know, I can I can make something happen, and he did. You know, never give up effort. And he said that that was totally um, on the secondary in terms of blanketing blanketing guys and making things tough for O'Connell. Um, my question and concern is, and I know this isn't something that they're going to face in the next three games, but what happens when there's a better quarterback on the opposite side who can read the field a little bit faster? Are you suggesting Zach Wilson's not that kind of quarterback? Oh, I'm sorry, what? I'm I'm flat out saying it. I'm not suggesting it. Um, so, <laughs> exactly. Can't. No, yeah. Uh, Sam Howell, too. Sam Howell, too. I, and I like Sam Howell. No, correct. And Will Levis, too. Will Levis is a rookie. He's made five starts. So, um, no, and the guys up front are playing. I mean, Christian Wilkins, man, also had a great game. And to me, that long completion to Hunter Renford on the middle of the field late in the game, I was think it was for 31 yards. I mean, Christian Wilkins is coming from the line of scrimmage to chase down the play from behind as Renfro keeps making moves across the field to make the tackle. I mean, that's impressive. And on Jalen Phillips' fourth down interception, the only reason the ball is even thrown is because it's fourth down and Christian Wilkins is about to sack O'Connell and he figures – Rightly so, let me throw it up, see what happens. Instead of taking a sack, you take a sack to drive over. So, but that and could have got a PI. You're right. I love it. No, correct. And this is I one mean, of those where you did, did that on fourth down as well. And the interception to Jalen Phillips. But hey, 
I really actually liked the way O'Connell played. Um, wasn't a, a game-winning performance, um, but I, he, he didn't look or feel like a rookie quarterback out there. Now, he was overmatched, but, you know. Whatever, and let's also, if we're going to be fair, since we all we, since we tend to mention it when the Dolphins are dealing with this, the Raiders were missing their left tackle. Holy that crap. makes a difference. What? So at 103 passer rating? Did it feel like that? No. Okay. And this is where? And he he really took a dump on himself today. I, yeah. I, I saw his press conference. I mean, what? I mean, the he one thing he blamed himself for everything, and and he's going to. But the, oh. the Julian the Julian Hill fumble is not his fault. The pick to Waddle, which proved not costly at all, they wound up being basically a punt, and the Dolphins got the ball right back. Um, that, by all accounts, is a miscommunication where he's expecting Waddle to go over the top and Waddle went in front of the safety. Um, he's really I, beating himself up over his turnovers. And even Mike McDaniel said, that was my concern coming out of Kansas City, was Tua going to beat himself up. And that's who that's who he is. We know who he is. I, I, I didn't feel like Tua, you know, one, this is the latest I've ever seen him enter a press conference. Two, he's still wearing his jersey, and he wasn't in the locker room. So that means he was somewhere, either somewhere talking to somebody, which is fair and understandable, or in the training room. This, these are the, the these are the dynamics that I've experienced in the last fifteen years. My hope is that he was somewhere talking to somebody, maybe offensive coordinator. It wasn't Mike McDaniel because Mike McDaniel was talking. Correct. You know, may, talking to somebody. Um, let's just hope it's not a training room situation because I, I felt like he took a beating today um, as I expected him to with that offensive line. Can you people stop talking about my pimple? It really hurts. It's very hard. It's been popped twice and it's absolutely not going anywhere. And it's so tender. It, 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 it's, it's, it's just growing. It's like a horn. I, ha- I haven't even, I hadn't even noticed the comments, but um yeah, Preston, Preston Farmer saying 325 yards for Tua. Again, this is where the stats can be misleading. Yeah, he had 325 yards, and he also had like two 25-yard completions where if you saw the replay, Tyree Kill is running a deep out, and by the time he makes his cut and the DBs are still backtracking, Tyreek is literally seven yards open. That's easy pitch and catch. And, it's Tyreek. Correct. But I'm, but I'm saying is and, – and I differ with you. To me, it's – I'm not that well. The 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 turnover, the fumble on the scramble on the first drive wasn't great, but to me, his two worst throws did not result in turnovers. He oh my god, they are killing me on this pimple. <laughs> Man, my lord! Um, and I, and I love it, guys. Just stop squeezing in, use alcohol. Really, this is what this kind of okay. In that case, what am I supposed to do with alcohol? Just rub it on it. Yeah, of course. But here's the thing. Omar had a third and one. The, the third and one that was missed, he rolled out. He Alec Ingold wide open in the middle of the field, and he short-hopped it because he didn't set his body properly. And then he had a ball that could have been picked off by the linebackers playing. I mean, uh, he short-hopped it because he was under pressure and duress from a rush. The guy yeah. was come on. Oh, my Lord. What are you talking about? What are you talking about? What are you talking about? He didn't have somebody. He was moving to the side. He had a guy who was completely wide open. He didn't have anybody on him at the time he made a throw. He should have made the throw. It was a poor throw. And this is coming from the guy who just told you, I am not nailing Tua for the pick if Waddle is supposed to go deep and it's just a miscommunication. And obviously, 
Tua has no business blaming the turnovers on himself when Julian Hill fumbles after a completion. So to me, there's only one turnover that's on Tua. It's the one where he got stripped out uh, at the end of his scramble. He's got to play a better game. He's got to play a cleaner game. And that's what he said. And I understand where he's coming from. The, the, the expectations are not – the standard is not a 2013 win. And they got a lot of stuff going on offensively, offensive line, tight end, running back. Now Devon Achan down. Um, didn't yeah. see him in the locker room. Raheem Mostert, I got I to gotta say this. And you know it because you watched him at practice too. That dude didn't look like he was he was going to be able to play. And lo and behold, he really balled. He, he balled, comparatively speaking, in terms of what my expectations were. And he had to carry that full, the full workload just because A-Chan went down. And he stepped up and he did it. And, man, was that a performance and an effort that gained a ton of my respect? Like, people want to sit here and say Raheem Mostert's soft because he's often injured. Like, you, you didn't see him this week at practice. Like the guy was struggling to, to to make it. And here he is coming out 86 yards on 22 carries. Um, you know, uh one reception for seven yards. I think he did a a a a, a champion like Jalen Ramsey, Jalen Phillips type effort Jeez. in terms of Whoa, okay. I mean, they weren't they were, I mean, yeah. Uh, those other guys perform for perform better than him, but Raheem, come on for take over the whole backfield, take over all the plays. You know, you knew he probably was coming in this game very limited. Yeah, no, and dude, I tip my hat to him. He, he did a very, very good job. I mean, the, the, to me, the three top players clearly were Ramsey, Phillips, and Tyreek Hill. Um, yeah, I mean, okay, well, he's fourth. That ain't bad. Uh, Wilkins would be fourth for me, but see, look at you, look at you. You always got, you always gotta throw that in there. Don't, don't. Well, uh, Wilkins got some pressures. I don't know how many tackles. Didn't even get a sack. He didn't get a sack because he caused a fourth down interception because the quarterback wasn't going to eat the ball. I mean, that's not going to show up as a sack. But can we give him credit for that play? That's, yeah, that's him. No offense, no offense to Jalen Phillips, but that plays Christian Wilkins. Mm-hmm. Didn't know Xavier Howard finished with seven tackles. Not to say that I thought he played well. But. No, he kind of had, had a pretty uneven game, to be quite honest. Three tackles, two quarterback hits, one tackle for loss. Is that Wilkins? Yep. Yeah, and and big part of our, of our run defense that completely shut down Josh Jacobs. Oh, man. Shut was that run defense down. phenomenal? Yeah. Uh, but this yeah. is nothing new. That's what they've done. That's what they've been doing. They have 2.3 yards per carry for the for the the Raiders. There you go. That, Since that's that's Carolina game. The run defense has been outstanding. That is tremendously impressive. Everybody's saying, "What about Bradley Chubb?" Okay, absolutely. Zach Sealer as well. Um, the two guys that who who were not noticeable, who have been recently, but, but that doesn't mean they didn't play well. Was David Long Jr. and Jerome Baker. David Long Jr. was off the field a lot for uh, Van Ginkle. He was. And I did notice that in the, in the nickel. Uh, and here's here's again where stats sometimes <clears> – <throat> it's to me it's always a combination of eyeballs, stats, analytics, and all that. 
because the player were, and this is not to take a shot at Javon Holland because he made the tackle for the seven yard loss on the end around. But who makes that play? It's Cater Kohu, who got into the backfield immediately and forced Tucker to go even more outside for the play. And mm-hmm. he'll get he'll get nothing in the stats for it. So this is why. And again, like as you as you it's mentioned, a it's a collective effort, yeah, absolutely from, from everybody. And I think that they're 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 doing well. Oh yeah, uh, new hairstyle for Tua. It's not a new hairstyle now. Now we've now we've officially unlocked do rag Tua. That's well, it's a new hairstyle for a couple of. Is he saying like today? No, no. It was just, yeah, he had a do rag. I mean, you wore do rag, which is you know, come on, brother. You that that that's that's a that's a. Do you know what a do rag is? Poop. Do you, do you know? Yes. Shockingly enough, yes, I do. I wore I wore it many many times in my younger days. I'm kidding. What? Poop I'm kidding. Poop. I'm kidding. Yeah, but I was I gonna say you was trying to get the waves. Okay. Yeah, no, but I know what a do rag is. <laughs> uh, let, let's attack some of these comments here, Craig. All due respect, my man. He played great. Chubb coming into his own with the Dolphins. I don't know what you've been watching. Dude's had a hell of a year. Um, he's actually on a Pro Bowl track and deserving it this time as opposed to last year when he didn't deserve it. He'd probably tell you he didn't, he didn't deserve it. He did tell you he didn't. Five five tackles. Five well, tackles. X, X said, but again, one of the one of the sacks, it's Chubb getting outside the, the, the tackle, pushing O'Connell forward. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Interesting. I think we rely too much on Tyreek. Very well, well point. Um, when he went out, Waddle became the main guy and used him the same. The goal, the goal line stop of Tyreek shows we need more. Absolutely. I've been saying that for weeks. They need a number three receiver. Um, now, not having Braxton Barrios out there, that didn't help. Not having Durham Smite out there, that didn't help. But they need a, a, a third one, and Devon was supposed to be that third weapon. But obviously, hopefully, that's not something that's super serious. But uh, I don't know. Well, uh, per McDaniel, it's one of those where he just had somebody fall on him. He kept asking to come back, and they wanted wanted to be cautious with it. No, McDaniel, yes. Um, this is an important question because it 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 it, it kind of perplexes me. And puzzles me. Dolphins Lounge asked, "What's going on with Jeff Wilson?" And I went to this game absolutely expecting Jeff Wilson to not only play but have a high role or significant role. I don't know what happened to bro, but maybe he had a bad week of practice. Um, I I don't know because this didn't make any sense. And you can say whatever you want. Did McDaniel address it? I did not see that part of it, to be honest with you. Um, my guess is he probably wasn't asked because I'm not sure how, how relevant it is. I, I think we also need to understand that Mike McDaniel has a lot of respect, affinity for Savan Ahmed. We did have come a on, touchdown. What, what, come on, bro. Come on, bro. What, come point. on? What's Savan? Give me, let me, let me look at are what you, are you denying? Are you denying that, though? He does. He has an affection for Jeff Wilson as well. You, we sure about that? Uh, like, he traded for him. Yeah, I, he, traded for him. he picked up. He picked up Savan Ahmed when Savan Ahmed traded Ackman for him, resigned him, and then paid him more than Raheem Mostert. Dude, he had three carries. I mean, seriously. Who are you talking about? Savan Ahmed. You're gonna. You're I'm gonna dump Jeff Wilson. No, no, but I know you. You because I know you were ready to dump on Savan Ahmed. But, but why? Why is Savan active outside of special teams? 
Why is Savon active over Jeff Wilson? And I I don't know. Obviously, because he likes him more than Jeff Wilson. I don't know. <clears throat> that didn't make any sense, especially when Devon went down. That leaves basically just Raheem and Savon. And Savon is not an every-down player. That didn't make any sense to well, me. Well, but it had had Jeff Wilson been active instead of Ahmed, you'd still be in the same boat. I mean. Did you or did you want the four four halfbacks to be to be active? I, I actually felt more more comfortable with the four halfbacks, and I understand you got other needs on different units, but you knew you were coming into that game with injured wide injured running backs and injured wide receivers. Fair. I mean, you were on, and you couldn't afford another injury. And there you go, you had another injury. What what happened if Raheem's ankle got turned? What 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 would happen then? Or Somebody fell on his knee awkwardly. What would happen to your offense then? And it'd be in the hands of Savan? Eh, I mean, you already know what, what, what happens when Devon goes down. But Well, here's, here's the part where I would agree with you is, and I, point, I pointed that out, I do not ever recall a game where every single solitary inactive player is from the same side of the ball. As was the case with the Dolphins today, every inactive player was an offensive player. So this is where maybe you could have gone with four halfbacks and inactivated one of the DBs, perhaps. Hold um, on. Go ahead. Look at the list. Tell, tell me. Unless I'm going crazy or senile or a combination of. Yeah, both. you didn't. You didn't need hand. You could have. You could have given up hand. Okay. You're right. But you're right. Every single inactive player. Uh, wow. It's crazy. I have never. Oh, this is a good one here. Did you pay attention to our friend Liam today? Um, I was looking. Not. I, it wasn't. I was more looking for Austin Jackson than Liam, to be honest with you. And Austin okay. Jackson did an admirable job against Max Crosby, and it was it was it was ten million dollars worth of work, and that will be that will be a that will be film that gets him paid uh, there was one play where max went wide and he pancaked max and i was just like damn like that's a that's a grown man play right there um austin austin should really be proud of himself I, I i wanted to talk to him after the game but i didn't you know he was dressed he was dressed so fly you can see he was going out celebrate and i i didn't want to i didn't want to stress him out and and let's point point something out as well for austin who was the one who was called out on a false start and for the record, pretty much two thirds of the line up front was moving. It almost looked like Connor forgot the snap count and was holding onto the ball, but they, they, they called out Austin Jackson. I, I thought it, I thought it was, I thought it was called on Connor. Connor yeah. was called at the end of the game. Okay. Connor was called at the end of the game. Before, okay. Well, well, he, he kind of kept doing a little bit of this. If you can see me a little rocking a little bit. Oh yeah. And he did it twice. I was trying to get, he was trying to get the, the Raiders to jump. He did it twice. The first time they let it go, and then the Raiders were pointing at him, and then he did it again with like a second left on the play clock, and then they called it. Okay. Uh, That's what it was. Okay. I knew, I knew it was something. I couldn't remember what happened. Um, I did find it interesting that it that the third grade class was brought up to Tyreek that, you know, tracking his stats, and Tyreek was just like, eh, um, you know. It's about all about team. I, I I personally think Tyreek needs to go visit that class. I know Tyreek is. Oh, he should. Yeah, 
Um, I mean, he's kind of busy. Oh, and very interestingly, Tyreek basically said, played the game with his red wedding ring on under his gloves. And it was like, yeah, no, nah, I can't do that anymore. I got to, I got to, I got to get a, I got to get a rubber, a rubber one. Well, speaking of Tyreek, I know you were, you were there when he, when he spoke, correct? Mm -hmm. So what do you have to say about his hand injury? Says so hand injury was fine. Um, he came out and played with it taped up and was like, I, I can't play with it taped up. And, okay. But he said he's fine. Okay, Frank, thank you very much for the contribution. Miguel running to see Ramsday down. Who else does this? Just pumps me up. Uh, how we finally have a coach, Omar improved. Great job on podcast. He's Brian not the Flores coach. used to do that. Say what? Brian Flores used to run yeah, out. Yeah, he's not the only coach who does that. And I don't want to, I mean, yeah. Like Mike McDaniel is a great coach who relates very, very well to his players, but let's not pretend like he's the only coach who's ever done that. Just that's that's just flat out. Uh, that's just flat out not true. And, and, uh, and he, he just said you got the wind knocked out of him. Yeah, he fell on the ball. That was that was kind of clear to see. With Pupar on Tua's play, he is a franchise. Tua is also playing for how much over forty million he gets. Missed a handful of plays today. Yeah, he didn't. He didn't have a great game. It, the, the numbers were not. Indicative of the kind of performance he had. Definitely game. over forty. If you say forty, it's an insult. He's well, Daniel, if Daniel Jones got what well, would Daniel Jones get? Forty-one or forty-two? Yeah, yeah Daniel got forty. Okay. And then, uh, and then uh, Derek Carr was in the thirty-five range. Two is clearly going to clear forty-five. Cap for life. Mostert is becoming solid overall. No, Mostert has been solid overall since he joined the Dolphins. Sorry, disagree with you there. This is funny too. Jets have zero yards of offense. LOL. Um, yeah, it's it. Their their offense is a complete. This is what I've told Omar. I said their defense is no joke, and they're going to be problematic on Friday if they get anything offensively going. But it's it's bad, and and to me, it's borderline criminal how that that management figured they could go with Zach Wilson, even though. Their offensive line is completely brutal, if we're going to be honest about it. Um, who else we got? Waddle played well. Waddle did play well. Waddle came up big in that series when Tyreek was out. Hmm. Yes, no, maybe. I don't know. I'm trying okay. to look. Uh, eight, uh, four, four, four catches for 55 yards, eight targets. That was okay. Well, no, but he had three for 36 during that one drive where Tyreek was out, and that's a drive that led to – the touchdown by Ahmed, which gave the Dolphins a lead that they never, um, that they never, whatchamacallit, that they never relinquished. Kelly, a very, very good point there. What about the Pop Warner play with three Dolphins standing next to a live ball in the three-yard line and didn't know it? Yeah, the officials didn't know it either because they blew the whistle immediately. I mean, that was that was bad from all around, everywhere. Bad pass by O'Connell, bad play by the Raiders receiver. We let the ball drop at his feet and didn't pick it up. No dolphin player jump on in. They blew the whistle. It was, you know, what I'm talking about, Omar. Mm -mm. You uh, you probably talk referring to a first quarter play. No, 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 no. It was in the second half toward the end of the game. Actually, may have been the last drive. O'Connell threw a lateral pass that was incomplete, and they immediately blew the play dead. Even though the replay clearly showed it was a lateral, he threw it backward. But they, they blew the play dead immediately, and basically, that was it. Interesting. Mm -hmm. And nobody jumped on it? Nobody jumped on it. Jacoby Myers eventually grabbed it and started running. By that time, it was one of those. 
it was one of those where okay, we kind of we we blew it dead already. Let's nothing to see here, folks. Moving on. So. That's more of a TV copy situation than than it is uh, the, what happened in this actual game. I didn't I didn't even pick that up. Um, not to say that I pick up everything because I I certainly don't. Um, let's see here. What else we got? One here from Chris. Thank you, Chris. Two weeks ago, I said we're terrible at screens, and you both disagreed. Four screens for minus two yards today. Also, as Waddle hurt, impact just isn't the same. By the way, are you counting wide receiver screens on those? Because I seem to recall one that was good for 15 yards to Waddle, maybe. I mean, they run trap load of wide receiver screens. So, how much to see poop in a do rag? <laughs> Put your uh, eyes on it, poop. <laughs> I mean, send me the do-rag. I'm really not that difficult. I'll bring you one. Okay. I've got like 10. I am, I'm actually honored and flattered that the interest is even there, but it's not, yeah. not a great sight to see. At least people got off my pimple. Uh. <laughs> what, what pimple? <laughs> Sorry, Polly King, one of the best podcasts out here. Thank you. Quicker question. What's the absolute minimum, minimum tool will take to keep everyone together? To keep our window open. So you're asking Tua to take a discount to keep the window open? Good luck with that one. Yeah. What I say. Yeah. Um, I think you'll take – I think Steve Ross will write him a big, big, big roster bonus. And give and keep that first-year number lower than the $32 million that he has on the books for his third-year option. And even when he makes a Pro Bowl now, that number is going to go up. Oh, time out, time out, time out. What's up? You're talking about this 2024 fifth year option, which is 23 million. 23 million. Yeah. Why did I think it was 32? Uh, I don't know. Oh, there. If it if he becomes a Pro Bowler, I think it goes to 32. It, it's one. It's once you. It's when you. When you trigger it. Okay. That, that's why it was set. My bad. My bad. My bad. All good. We're here, we're here to be accurate. Correct me. And that goes for the viewers. If I make a mistake or factual or by all means opinions, however, I'm allowed to have my opinion, even if you disagree with them. That's, mm -hmm. I think sometimes that gets lost. Okay. I'm saying Eddie, our friend, buddy. Hey, Eddie, what's happening? It's occurring to the fans. Expectation is for the Finns to steamroll every team on the way to 38 points and 500 yards. At the end of the day, a big win or ugly win, win is still a win. And I, I agree. I completely agree. Um, seven and three. There are a lot of teams in the NFL who wish that they were seven and three right now, who wish that they can have pulled off an ugly win. This was so much of a teachable moment. And I love the fact that Tua beat up on himself. I, I expect that. Um, that's that's what elite competitors do. Um, I love the fact that the defense gains confidence in the fact that they know that they can lock down teams and shut them out um, and, and seal games. Uh, I love the fact that Tyreek is, you know, on pace for 2000 and is really still such a dynamic weapon, no matter who's covering them or how they're covering them or how they're playing them. Um, that that's great. Would I love for another complimentary piece to step forward? Absolutely. Would I love for the run game to, you know, stay a little bit more consistent than they have been the last couple of weeks and, and to, to heal up for somebody to step forward like Jeff Wilson. Absolutely. But 
Uh, would I love Jason Sanders to actually make every field goal that he's going to attempt? Yes. But I think this team is is still trending in the right direction. And I, I will say this, and I stand by it. I said it in Denver game. That wasn't even their best game. They're, they still got more meat on the bone in terms of how they can perform. You disagree? Totally. They'll, they'll never have another game like that offensively. And, and I mean, come on, dude, seriously. They had like 700 yards and, and, and 70 points. Give me a break. They will never have another game like that offensively. They had a, they had a special teams, touchdown allowed, defense wasn't actually. I, I said offensively. Okay, I'm talking about team. I'm talking well, about they, they can play better as a team. Now, now that the defense is humming um, and, and playing great, um, and they really are playing great, I think they'll probably clearly get into the top 10 uh, this week based on how teams are performing. And, and maybe they jump into the top five. I, I think top not five this, is not, it's not this week. They don't. I think it's a, it's, it's a possibility. No. No, you're just gonna know. Dude, they've, dude, they've played. They've played nine games. You don't make up that kind of difference in terms in terms of average. But but have they played their best game. Defense as a defense played their best game. No. No, because because I, I think they keep coming. But I, I as far as I mean, again, offensively they will they will not. Again, he has a team to 36 rushing yards. 36 yes. rushing yards. Yeah, they gave up like 245 total yards, but 296 total yards. But that many? Man, okay, he racked up the numbers. Yeah. Okay. Andrew, buddy. My opinion only if the Raiders scored on that last drive, they were going for two and the win. If they had any smarts, that's what it would they would have done because clearly they had a chance to steal the win. Had they scored being clearly the inferior team, that would have been the logical move. Without question. Then again, some of their play calling was weird. They get the ball with two minutes, two eighteen left in the first half. They call three straight runs. Then they get, then they get the takeaway with the Julian Hill fumble, and they play some kind of conservative, almost like they're settling for the field goal, letting the clock wind down and all that. It was weird, um, very weird. But I, I absolutely agree with you. I think they would have gone for two. Why aren't somebody asked? Why aren't we using Chase Edmonds? Chase Edmonds isn't on the team. Oh my God! Chase Edmonds was part of the Bradley Chubb trade last year. Mm -hmm. uh, he was with Tampa Bay early on, I believe. He's still with them. I'm not sure. Matt, thank you very much. If I read my sign correctly, that would be from England. Given the offensive stalls against hello, bloke. <laughs> Quality defenses, could the Jets times two be much tougher than we've been assuming? Can we really beat the Jets twice? The Jets defense is going to be a problem. I'm telling you, they're, they are really, but their offense is right. Because right now they're losing 16 nothing against the Bills. And Are they? Yeah. Damn. Yeah, no, and they may have, I don't know how much offense, how much offensive yardage they have. It's not a lot. In fact, I will look at it very quickly here. They currently have a grand total of 48 yards, and they're, we're approaching the end of the first half. Uh, Doug says, only time I heard Liam's name was compliments from one of the announcers. I, I know, I know I, 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 I'm hard on Liam, and I mentioned the Eichenberg Express, and I will go over and look over the film. Um, but 
Liam had been improving at center and he's moved to right guard because he felt like it was a better transition for him than at center. He felt like the, the closed confined space was better for him. So maybe this is a turning point. Maybe we're turning the corner here at Liam. I think he might have to start another week because I think Robert Hunt on a short week, probably not going to happen, but we shall see. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly, but then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Anthony, I'm already going to podcast. It means that we are all friends. We are all friends. Absolutely. I've been, I've been eating on the podcast since I've been doing it here. I'm like, I, I, I'm, I'm starving by the time we get to five o'clock. Dolphin, I'm not even going to lie. The Dolphins' food at the stadium is horrible. So even this pizzas, this cold pizza is pretty. But actually, today's taco was not bad. Put it together. And we're such good friends. I'm going to share that I just have some uh, some stuffed bell peppers, which which was excellent. So there we go. Don't do nothing for me. It's probably got cheese in it. So, so high maintenance. Toby, I wish we can get away from the timing-based offense once in a while and just take the easy down and out or let Tua scan the field. If the timing isn't right, the whole offense is thrown off. They do do that every once in a while. And Tua scrambles out and rolls out and and buys time and allows players to get open. I mean, people are complaining about the number one or number two ranked offense in the NFL. Really? Is that what we're doing? Is that that how we're doing it? How we're rolling? Um, Take off my tag. Oh, you're not official anymore. Yeah, for I lose. We're gonna get kicked out. Yeah, that's the point. Get kicked out. There you go, Woodson. We can't be fumbling against the Jets. We can't beat ourselves. Yeah, man, those fumbles are big. Those fumbles hurt. Um, they put they put the defense in bad spots. What three times? 
twice in their own territory. The one, the, the pick to Waddle was wound up at, I don't know, at the 40 yard line of the, of the Raiders. It wasn't, mm-hmm. but every time there was a turnover, the defense gave up practically nothing and made him settle um, for a field goal. So it wasn't that damaging. <laughs> oh, no, sorry, my bad. Funny one, no. I'll uh, put it back up. Okay. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm going, I'm going here. IBS. We got, we got to talk about IBS, a very serious disease. I have third and short IBS with no cure in sight. Happy for the win, but man, you're not wrong, no. It's like, and this is where I say this is a finesse team. Finesse teams run, just pass on third and one. Power teams. You see the Eagles do a whole lot of passing on third and one. That's one team. You that see you the Forty Niners. You there. see the Forty Niners do a whole lot of passing on third and one. You see the Ravens do a lot of passing on third and one. You just name every physical team in the NFL. Next comes the Steelers. Now, now name somebody else. Thank the you. Titans, the Titans, but they suck. That, uh, okay. Good about the Browns. The Browns. You got me. You got me. The Browns who are seven and three, by the way. You got me. Another physical team. Okay. okay. Um, you're right. You're right. I- and a lot fewer things have to go right to convert a third and one on a running play than on a passing play. And, and some teams don't convert that third and one on a running play. And sure. they, this coach feels confident with his quarterback throwing the ball and, and throwing the ball in these particular situations. And I'm riding with Mike McDaniels on it. Two makes great decisions. Okay. <laughs> You're going to deny that two makes great decisions? Not always. I mean. I don't, I, Omar, I don't think he's quite ready for the Hall of Fame yet, like you seem to think. I didn't say he was ready for the Hall no, of Fame. You're I like, never you even, got him, you yeah, got I, I'm not, uh, like, this man's probably going to make his first Pro Bowl this year. He's not Hall of Fame worthy yet. I didn't say that. But he makes pretty good decisions. He throws an accurate pass. He's a yet. I agree. I agree. He doesn't shrink in, in, in big moments, except for this season, generally. <laughs> okay. Uh, go ahead and put Generally up. doesn't. He has this year, but... Eh. Go ahead, so up one. go ahead and put up the one where you go. Here we go. This game shows just how injury injured we were coming in. Um, we have to get healthy and Tua has to use Waddle more. We're one dimensional in the passing game. And uh, you ran for 99 yards today with your gimpy back. That's pretty good. That's pretty solid. I can't even like um, I, I when I say the amount of respect I have for Raheem, like I don't think I I don't think after a game I've walked away like gaining more respect for a player than what yeah Jalen Ramsey did was was impressive and phenomenal and yeah I know Jalen Phillips you know had amazing day and 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 really great performance but I watched Raheem earlier in the week I look like a guy who shouldn't be playing and for him to come out and put together the performance that he had today um that's admirable. 5.3 yards per carry right now. Um, he scored uh, 13 touchdowns. Not, not today. None today. But, you know, he's on his way to potentially his first 1,000-yard rushing season. Props to that guy. Props to that guy for, for, for really, you know, pushing, pushing, pushing himself and what he's capable of. And, you know, definitely <laughs> – more popping the pimple. Definitely uh, good. <laughs> People, let it go already. It's not poppable. Trust me. I've tried multiple times. Plus, Things... who wants to see that? Don't do that on screen. Who wants to see that? That would be fun, though. No, no, I mean, no. You might no. be ready. Just squirt it right on the screen. 
right on the screen. Uh, ill. Yeah, no, no thank you. Uh, uh, where were we? Oh, the Eichenberg. I like this. The Eichenberg Express was standing room only today with no Max tickets sold. And, man, they they really did a great job with Max Crosby. I think he was fine. I think he was. I didn't say. I didn't say. The whole point of Eichenberg Express is you never know what's going to happen. You never know whether it's going to get you to your final destination or if it's going to tri-rail you. I mean, to uh, Brightline you. By the way, when are we? I want to address. I want to address this. Six tackles. Jimmy's saying, "Can Omar eat before the podcast looks unprofessional?" Omar, I mean, sorry, Jimmy. Do you do you? have we not established the fact that we're like two guys who have covered the Dolphins for a very long time who are like shooting the shooting the ball after a game or when we do our shows and that it's what we say that matters a whole lot more than how it's presented? I mean, are you really that offended that, that Omar is eating right now? Come on. Man. I, I rushed up here just to, to do the podcast from the press conference. I even left to his press conference early just to make it on time. I'm good, bro. Um, I'm sorry. I'm hungry. I'm, okay. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Uh, Delphin, no, no amount, no amount of contribution is something that I want to see. Sorry, no, <laughs> it's funny though, but no, no, thank you. Uh, my lord, are we getting a lot of miles out of the pimp? It's pimple gate. Uh, <laughs> it is a huge pimple, man, and it's coming yeah. out of nowhere. I, I gotta, I gotta start living right, get pimples. Yeah, just, just the thing just screw. Um, <laughs> Why do we continually come out slow? Has McDaniel been figured out? Keep up the great work, guys. I hope to see you at Midlife Friday. Fins up. Um, wow. I'm super unengaged. Anyway. What happened? What? Willie Bobo says I'm super unengaged. I'm just I'm, I'm just mentally tired and drained and exhausted and emotional. And I apologize if that's how I come across. I'm not unen- I'm not unengaged. I'm just going through a lot and life is hard and I'm figuring it out. Um, um, why do we continually come out slow? I, unfortunately, I do the pregame show for QAM. So I never see the first couple of drives um, up until I do film study. Uh, did they come out slow this year, uh, this time, or did they just turn the ball over? Correct. And it, uh, we got another ambulance on the field in Buffalo here taking away a defender. Jesus, man. It's crazy. Um, yeah, I mean, it happens. And Tua went, went for the for, for the first down. If he slides, he's probably going to be marked short of the first down. So he went forward. And before he went down, the guy knocked the ball out, made a good play. Defenders get paid, too. Exactly. You tip your hat's a good defensive play. Could he could he even I guess more? that's when to a meant where he's like, I can't turn the ball over. Oh, it's Taylor yeah. Rapp. Taylor Rapp got loaded into the uh Whoa, here's damn. No, that's not the one I wanted to show. This one here. Man. Uh... So it is unengaged with being a franchise QB. What does that mean? Because somebody was making the comment that you looked unengaged. Tua, Tua definitely believes he's a franchise QB and definitely wants to be a franchise QB. Um, it's it's he's so hard on himself, and I admire that. I think Mike McDaniel's worries about him beating himself up too much um, and mentally putting himself in the tank. Yeah, Again, he's got to realize it's not up. It's not. 
it's not all on him. Just like Tua, Tua is very good at deferring and spreading the credit when the offense is completely humming. He needs to do the same. Not not to point fingers or the difference. Okay. Hear me out, Omar. All right. Not Listen. to point fingers, but to not necessarily say everything's my fault because everything is not his fault. Like if he's got three guys in a in a situation where he would be hurried into a pick, that's not on him. He doesn't need to say, well, it's my fault. I should have done this. You don't need to say, well, the offensive line sucked, didn't protect me. That's why I got intercepted. Well, you don't have to go with the other extreme. Why do we keep – I'm assuming that should be deferring the opening kickoff to the second half. Well, there's a lot of typos here, but we'll, we're, we're all good. Uh, here, the reason is – and this is not just Mike McDaniel. Is every coach wants to have the opportunity to score at the end of the first half. You get the ball to start the second half, and you get those two drives consecutively. Every team practically does it. Once in a blue moon, you're going to get a coach who wins the coin toss and takes the ball. But that approach of McDaniel, by the way, Dolphins are winning. Looks to me like they're winning the coin toss every single week. It's crazy. I never see the coin toss. So, okay, well, trust me when I tell you this. They practically, they practically win every coin toss, and they always differ. And that's the way to go. Josh, thank you. Raiders were going hard for the ball. Ahmed took a right hook from Crosby after he missed the ball and went up into his helmet. Uh, there was one play I saw Crosby come in with a right hook, and he actually did get the ball, and it wound up getting loose. But after Ahmed was on the ground, I didn't see. I've heard this before: the punch to the to the side of the helmet, but I personally didn't see it. Ooh, oh, very important, David. David, please forgive me for the typos, but I'm driving and oh, I'm using talk to text. Okay, good. You do not do not text and drive. Public service announcement here. Uh, I have no idea what this means. Rafael, who's clearly not a big Tua fan, Tua was staring down wide receiver, Samoan sniper, more like telegraph Tua. That's one play where Omar, he did not manipulate the defense. You know how much I love that term. He did not manipulate the defense with his eyes. He was doing the opposite. He stared down a receiver. It happens, you know. It does happen. But that when quarterback he, isn't perfect on all 50-something of his snaps. Correct. And, but and for, for, a, for, a lot of the, the, for a lot of the blame that he – hasn't he taken enough blame for this one? Like, hasn't he owned the fact that his team won ugly and that they didn't rely on the offense to score 40 points? <laughs> no, I'm – dude, I'm with you. I'm I, I, I don't think Tua like, played a terrible game. What, what store does he have to fall on for you to accept the fact that, oh, he didn't look off a defense? <laughs> that wasn't me. That was Raphael. Uh, okay. I, I just I just I push back when I hear like some and some TV commentators and fall into this this in the mode of like the over the top praise. He's so good at manipulating defenses. He looks off receivers like good quarterbacks should. And Tua was a good quarterback and he does look off receivers on that particular one. He was kind of zoned in on Waddle and he almost paid the price for it. Thank you for admitting he's a good quarterback. That's a, yeah, a good quarterback. I'm not pro bowl quarterback this year. I, uh, I think so, but I don't think it's quite, maybe quite the slam dunk. You think it is dude. Dad, dude, you can't be an MVP candidate and not be a Pro Bowl quarterback. He was first of all, he was fifth in the MVP pre-midseason vote. I checked. Sorry, 
the MVP pre midseason vote. Since when we do pre midseason? No, no, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the latest MVP odds. Uh, Lamar oh. Jackson was ahead of him. Patrick Mahomes was ahead of him, and C.J. Stroud, who actually had three picks today. Come made, on, you can you can roll your eyes and laugh all you want. I believe C.J. Stroud has more passing yards than Tua, or they're right neck and neck. And C.J. Stroud, you whether you like it or not, the fact that he's guiding a a really bad Houston team from last year into playoff contention. Right now, they they own a playoff spot. And I told you that before the year, you would have said what? You're crazy. Correct. You may still say that, but I do. Okay, as far as that's concerned, so don't don't give me that C.J. Stroud. I'm saying right now, I don't think to say that two is like an absolute slam dunk. I think you're wrong. I think he's absolutely in, in the conversation. I'm not talking. I'm talking Pro Bowl right now. Um, and I don't eat edibles, just so for the record, even though they're at my desk. I don't. They are. Yeah, Park okay. brought him in. Oh Jesus! <laughs> I got I to bring that one up, even though it's no. it's it's for the room. Omar missed the unicorn so much. He's. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I had to. I had to. Touche. Well played. <laughs> That's funny. Oh my God! Yes, I am growing a horn. This thing, oh my god, this thing is so hard. I can't even like it, it's it's like it's like it's like so tender. Should we call it not incognito? <laughs> That's what I need. Hobby medic on a roll here. Um, <laughs> this is funny stuff, so props for that. And if you're a medic, prop for the for being in the medical profession, which I obviously have a lot of respect for. Uh, can we beat the Jets Friday? Obviously, we can beat the Jets Friday. Uh, that's Ooh. not Frankie Stubbs says some terrible play calling, and I have to agree. I saw, sorry, sorry, go ahead. Again, I saw some, I, I wasn't a big fan of play calling. Um, I wasn't a big fan, and then I had a back and forth with a couple of people on Twitter about throwing the ball from your own 25 yard line with five seconds left in the half. And I know McDaniel was asked that about after the after the game, and um, he said, "Well, it worked out for the Chargers. Can't have your cake and eat it too." Well, against the Chargers, it was nine seconds. I corrected myself. I thought it was fourteen. It was nine seconds, which gives you time for two plays if you can get it. Here's the thing: with nine seconds, you can get a completion if the defense is stupid enough to let you get out of bounds close to midfield, which is exactly what happened with Waddle, and then. The Dolphins got a DPI that allowed them to get a field goal. With five seconds, uh, you can't get a 25-yard pass to get to, to get out of bounds at the 50 in five seconds. I I, just, I don't think you can do that. And then it, it it takes some kind of a special kind of stupid on defense to commit a DPI if you're throwing from your 25. So and the flip side of that is what are bad things can happen? Well, you can get your quarterback hit from behind and he could fumble. Um, and that could take less than well, probably wouldn't take it as five seconds, but it could be returned for a touchdown. Or you can get a, your quarterback to take a hit for no reason, like Tua did. And I know Omar, you mentioned the, the possibility that maybe he was in the trainer's room after the game. Is it possible it was related to that, even though he played in the second half? I doubt it, but is it impossible? I don't know. I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. Um, 
Do we? I, I did find it very interesting, but I don't know. Uh, he was a. He was a. He's usually well, like the first person and comes in with his pads on. Right. And he still had his pads on, shoes, everything tied. I guess he was talking to somebody because if you're with the trainers, they at least take off some of the stuff. Okay. You know what I'm yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I would be inclined to just to believe it's more of that, but um, mm -hmm. okay. Let me look at this real quick here. That's very intriguing. I'm now. You're you're making me think like why was Tua so late? Why was Tua so late, and why was he fully dressed, cleats and everything? Oh no, he had no shoes on. Okay. Um. Yeah. No, I don't know. But again, I'm gonna go back to saying for that play. The odds of something good happening. What happened against the Chargers in week one for them to be able to get a field goal when you get your, the ball at your 25 with nine seconds left, that's a perfect storm. And it's crazy they were able to get that done with nine seconds left. It's even crazier to think that could ever happen with five seconds left. What do we got? Bobby Maddox says, seems defense has finally stopped man-pressing Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle. Um, seems we should prepare for a low-scoring game on Friday. Oh, definitely going to be a low-scoring game. Uh, how, how do you both uh, – love you both, and this is by far the best objective Finns podcast out there. Thank you. Thank Means you. a lot. Sorry. I'm very melancholy today. Um, Toby asks, what are your – what? I'm shaking my head no. That, I – I've been asked that question several times in the all yeah, Okay. What are your thoughts on possibly moving Connor Williams over to guard and putting Liam at center? Absolutely not. I'm not taking a top five center, top 10 center and putting him to guard. No. Center, more important position than guard. Correct. Okay. Um, and really, we're only going to have to make it through another game or two, probably the Jets game. And then Hunt should hopefully be back. For the Washington Commanders on December 3rd. Uh, Omar, the medical evaluation, perhaps? Uh, that's what Omar was suggesting, actually. Um, I don't know. Because if they did an x-ray, they would have maybe, I don't know, they would have looked at, they would have, I didn't, I, I don't know. I would have heard he went to the x-ray room because the x-ray room is right across from us. Um, yeah. I, I don't know. I can't tell you. I can't answer that question. I don't have the answer. Our friend Mike is saying hard knocks. I mean, you, no, I don't think I think Tua's press conference was delayed for hard knocks. I don't know if that's where you were going with that. No, 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 not a chance. Yeah. I wouldn't um, I'm trying to think. Hard knocks was in the locker room. They were they they really made things difficult in the locker room after the locker room. I'm not even gonna lie. They were they were. They were everywhere, and as you you already know it's hard to get positioning in the locker room, and there are multiple media cameras and 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 um and and lobs. It was difficult. I remember the filming for yeah no this is the one I wanted to bring up. Pooh is fine, pimp is fine, eating and ungagedness is all fine. You two get a ten out of ten. Thank you. Uh. You can't please everybody. I stopped trying a long time ago. Exactly. And, and again, we, I personally set out to make this not like, if you notice, we don't have the big fancy microphones, the big studio setup. To me, it was always, always more about 
the quality of the conversation. Then when we dressed it up, we started losing money. Exactly. Um, Man, it was crazy. Dan wow. Marino towards a good quarterback. Will he be great? Only time will tell. Oh. Wow. LJ, LJT says, Omar, this was Eichenberg's best game so far. I'm like, I got to look and see. I don't know. Okay. You kind of said the same game. You, you jumped over me. This is Dan Marino saying that. So, obviously, everything he said is kosher there. Uh, Stephen, what's the one thing the Dolphins need to do above all others to improve their offensive performance? Find a third offensive weapon. So solidify your offensive line. Be a, I'm going to go more generic than that. Be able to run in short yardage situations. All right. That, that works. 16-6 Buffalo at the half for those who are interested in that game. I, I was asked, I don't know what you feel about this. I was asked, who, who's, who is it better for the Dolphins to see win that game? They're both – Jets are 4-5. and five, The Bills are 5-5. Five and five. And my answer was, look, if the Dolphins don't win the AFC East the way things are set up right now, they're at seven and three. Those two teams are five and five. The Bills' next three games after this are Philly, KC, and Dallas. The Jets have zero offensive line, a shaky quarterback. It's almost the Dolphins don't win the AFC East this year. It's like, I mean, I don't know what to say. I would still prefer the Jets to win. Okay. That way you, you kind of take care of, unless you you, you, you kind of have the opportunity to take care of your business by beating the Jets twice. Whereas I personally believe the season's going to come down to that final Buffalo game in terms of how many playoff games you host. I think you're going to get into the playoffs unless you lose like, Somebody major, which thankfully they came out of this game relatively healthy, with the exception of Devon Achan. <sighs> no, and that applies with everybody. And I'm I'm of the opinion, again, like I said, if they don't win the AFC East this year, I mean, I don't know, I don't know when it's going to happen. I mean, it's all there. So to me, I would almost be, I would be surprised if that Week 18 game against Buffalo had any ramification whatsoever for the AFC's title. Now it could have a ramification as far as how high of a seed the Dolphins get. Oh, I said it. I said it. Okay. You think Buffalo's flatlining? I think Buffalo's and there's no way they're, they're going to go again. Their next three games are Buffalo KC and sorry, Philly KC and Dallas. Yeah. It's hard, but, um, Shit. And they just they don't they, they don't look right. And again, they they had Taylor Rapp taken taken off the field by ambulance. They lost Matt Milano, Tre'Davious White, uh, who's the third one. They lost Daquan Jones. I mean, they're just decimated on offense. They look all discombobulated. Uh, they that team has just gone down the drains. Pat looks like uh, Fangs looks like a pit bull seeing a defenseless baby in the booth. Jeez. That's dark. Man, that's dark. Laser focused. Um, if you say so. That's dark, though. Um, you know, we better certain, be laser focused. That's his job. There's certain elements of the defense that I do like in terms of they keep things in front of them and they put their cornerbacks in position to make plays on the ball. Um, Jalen's really the only one that's taken advantage of that uh, so far. Uh 
but I, I, I like certain elements of the defense. It's not as aggressive as I would like it, but it, it turns up after it turns up from occasion to occasion. No, and they got beat. This is the first time I think I saw a year they got beat deep, and they were in a deep zone. That may have been before you you got to the stadium, Omar. The, the Devontae Adams touchdown. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he I'm ran the deep crosser, and it was he went in front of Javon Holland, and then he, he kept going. Oh no, I saw that. I saw that. Yeah, Sean Elliott was there. He just lost his footing, and when he fell, it was basically made it easy for Devontae Adams. It wasn't because the coverage wasn't there. Am I right or am I right? He, he like, attempted passing a fear. I actually got to the stadium and saw that one. Um, that was – he beat two safeties. And that would be – they'd have to run um, – you could do that. And it, it would work. What's that? Uh, especially having having a quarterback – uh, oh, you, you know, you know it's going to be time to wrap it up pretty soon when you start yawning, bro. I've been up since eight, I, the pregame show starts at nine, so like, yeah, I've been. It's it's a long day for me, folks. I apologize. Um, a long day for me too, but I'm not as old as Omar is, so that's that's how I make up for it. You keep your life stress free. <laughs> yeah, I have two teenage kids. Sure, stress free. Sure. Uh huh. Um, um, no, different yeah, problems for different people. Hell yes, time can wake. What? Yeah, I'm trying to find. I'm trying. I think I'm done. I'm I'm done. I don't see any questions. There's one right there. Hell yes, time can. I'm assuming you mean for an honorary contract, so you can. Yeah, I'm a woman. And that's going to happen. It's I would love to see Cam Wake on. Um, God, I would love to just catch up with Cam Wake. Um, I know his agent too. I'm gonna hit him up. See if you come on all Dolphins podcast. Um, the agent or Cam Wake? Cam Wake. I know I'm joking. Yeah. yeah. I know, I know um, no, I, I, I've always been curious about what the heck is going on with Cam Wake. Why did he fall off the face of the earth after his Dolphins career was over? After his NFL career was over. But even even toward the end of his career, or even that, even in the say there was ever a time he when got he got a little weird. Well, he was always kept a low profile, so. Gonna give a recognition shout out to Juanito. Appreciate the hard work, fellows. Canadian. That's it. Juanito. I like that name. Always with it. Um, oh, Jay says, uh, go ahead. What's no, an active mistake? Yeah, it was a mistake. Of course, it was a mistake. But you're kind of playing the result, though. No, I, I said I, I felt that way. Come on, you knew I expected Jeff Wilson to play. We did a first and ten with Jeff Wilson. That's not what that wasn't the no, no, I know that. And yes, by, by all means, I encourage everyone to check out the first and ten with Jeff Wilson Jr. Um, but was the mistake to not have him active or the mistake to have Defon HN active? No, HN definitely need to be active, but not have Jeff Wilson active. Like I looked at that roster. I looked at that at inactives, and I was just like, "What y'all doing?" Like that did, with a gimpy uh, Raheem Mostert, and yes, he played admirably, but uh-uh, did not like that. Okay. Like, and I think that there are defenders that you can you could have sat. No, I, I don't disagree. Uh, Jay, I don't want to play this as a, you guys chatting with money each other. Uh, I don't want to play the Browns at all. That D is nasty. That D. Yeah, I really saw that. One. That was a pretty good comment. 
I was like, yeah, I, I haven't seen the Browns all year, so but they're smash starting, the like button, people. They're they're there you go. They're, they're they started their their rookie uh Dorian Robinson Thompson today and by by what I saw in the game book that I checked out after the game, it was a slugfest with um, the Steelers that they won on a last-second field goal. And I, I don't know that that their quarterbacking is going to take them very far. Had had Deshaun Watson not gotten hurt, I'm telling you, that's a team nobody would have wanted to touch. Omar, mm-hmm. this is about you. Yes, I will be on the Joe Rose show tomorrow. Um, I believe I'll start at like 7.30, um, right after he finishes with uh, – Mario Cristobal. Why the laugh? I was at that game yesterday, man. Very entertaining game, 38-31. Yeah, until they pooped themselves at the in the final final drive. Final come on, man. Can't get to the goal line and those are the plays that you call. And oh bro, that that is the University of Miami has fallen, 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 and cannot get up. Sad. They're like the Wendy's lady. Okay, any final thoughts, Omar? Um, there's no such thing as an ugly win. A win is a win. You're seven and three, as Tua says. Seven and three is not our final destination. I mean, this team is serious about Super Bowl. And if their defense continues to play the way that they're playing and their offense gets their act together, which is a lot of work because there's a lot of work that needs to be done to get their act together, um, starting with the offensive line. I think that they do have the talent and and could potentially make a run at it if they're hosting games at home. We should have left that on the entire time throughout the which, podcast. Which one? The one that's on there now. Poop is always right. He generally is. I'm not even going to uh, No, 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 no. Uh, I don't even know what, what that comment was about. I, I, I'm with you. There's no such thing as an ugly win. And, again, if we're going to dump on the Dolphins for their not having beaten a team with a winning record – Let's give them credit for the fact that they haven't lost with to a team with a losing record. They beat who they're supposed to beat, no matter how it looks. And somebody famous or not famous once said they don't get style points in the NFL. And don't think any Dolphin fan would have an issue if they win their next four games against the Jets, Washington, Tennessee, and the Jets again in an ugly manner again. To get Let's win them all ugly. Next three, win them ugly. I'll uh, take- at some point, they'll have to play better. But yeah. when we'll get there when that time comes. I, I remember – I can't remember. The last time the Dolphins won the AFC East Championship, I don't remember a single game. Um, the last time the Dolphins made it to the playoffs in 2016, I don't remember. I remember like a Denver game, but have no idea how it happened or what happened in it. Yeah, like nobody remembers these things. Nobody remembers games after they're over. Except sorry, for you. I'm sorry, I'm a sicko. Hey, man. I'm a sicko. Can I, what can I tell you? That's – that's my gift or my curse, however you want to. I, I, I don't remember anything. You can tell. It, I remember the Green Bay game from Joe Philbin year. Like, I'll remember specific queasy, games. Do you remember the Queasy game? Yes. I remember the Miami Miracle. Like, nobody remembers these ugly losses. Nobody remembers them. Who cares? You, didn't you remember the, the 2016 game when the, the Dolphins were 1-4 and four and they played the Steelers? And Ajayi went nuts for over 200 yards, including a game-clinching, like, 63 63-64 yard run? Not really. Okay. No. Again, I have – I, have I remember game. a Buffalo game with Ajayi. That's all I remember. 
Got 200 yards in both games against Buffalo that year. Yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway, we're reminiscing, babbling about what recent- we remember. Old, exactly. old man talking about what we remember. I remember in 1972, the, I'm sorry, I'm playing now. Okay, everyone, going to thank everybody for tuning in, spending the, the past hour or so with us. Much appreciated. Please like, subscribe, download, tell a friend, all that good stuff. Uh, we appreciate you. Keep checking out alldolphins.com. Plenty of stuff from today. I got one more thing going up. Plenty more stuff tomorrow. It's a irregular week this week because of the Friday game. So uh, we'll be adjust, here. We'll adjust accordingly. Yeah. Thanks, we'll everyone. Be, we'll be here grinding. All right. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Coriant has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Coriant has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Coriant's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Coriant.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Coriant.com. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.